0: Welcome to our first edition of Left Turn. This is a NASCAR podcast, and NASCAR is back, and it's amid the coronavirus pandemic, and they are the first sport to return. Uh, This is probably going to be a segue for uh, all the other sports to return. You have PGA Tour coming back June 7th, and then we have the Belmont Stakes, which will run back on June 20th as they prepare to race, of course, with no fans. But we take a look at how the season began, and it picked up in Daytona, where Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500. And, of course, that's the famous Ryan Newman incident with Ryan Blaney and Corey LaJoy, who hit him as he was coming back. Then they head to Las Vegas, and that's where Joey Logano picked up his first win of the season. He wins another race shortly. We then go to Auto Club Speedway in California. That's where Alex Bowman gets the win, and then Joey Logano gets his second win in three races as he wins in Phoenix, Arizona, and that is where the, the racing was put on pause. Two months later, May 17th, Darlington Speedway, the Real Heroes 400, Kevin Harvick winning the race. Ten weeks without sports. They didn't practice. They didn't qualify, and the season vet took Number one, after starting in sixth place for Kevin Harvick. Then on Wednesday, very rarely do they have NASCAR on Wednesday, was a Toyota 500. The range-shortened race as Denny Hamlin wins that one. And, of course, Denny Hamlin winning the race is not the storyline. Again, two races Denny Hamlin won, he's not the storyline. Daytona, it was Ryan Newman. And, of course, in Darlington last Wednesday, it was Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. Noah, take us through what happened on Wednesday night.
1: Well, don't even get me started on Chase Elliott, but it was just Kyle Busch. They're coming around a turn. Chase Elliott was in a perfect position to pass Denny Hamlin, take the lead, and then the race was canceled, so he could have won or at least finished in second and helped him stay atop the playoff points. but instead gets wrecked by a horrible mistake by Kyle Busch. Not even, like, by an inch. It was by, like, a whole, like, front bumper length. It, it was insane. Took him out to the wall, and then, and then Chase Elliott let him know he was number one as he passed for by course. and held it through the whole way until he passed by. And then Gustafson, one of the, um, the crew members of uh, the Napa car for Chase Elliott. Yeah, that's
0: Chase Elliott's crew chief.
1: Crew chief, yep. He was going – him and Kyle Busch were going into it because Kyle Busch actually has a lot of friends over there. Yep. So it's, it was kind of like the NBA for them for a second. Like everyone was friends, and then it turned dark and went back to like the 90s Bulls where Jordan would curse you out and there was no friends. So it, it was nice to get a little drama in NASCAR, get sports back, get a little drama on it. But I feel bad for Chase Elliott. I'm a big Chase fan. And right now he actually is second on the pole behind Jimmy Johnson. And Joey Logano is in fourth on the pole right now. So that's really good uh, for Chase looking like a big revenge tour.
0: And it's funny that you uh, that, you know talk about Chase Elliott because at some point before the season's over, whether it's in the playoffs, if both Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch qualify for the playoffs, which you, that should happen. Both are good, you know, good racers, and mm-hmm. there will be some payback whether it happens tonight in the Coca-Cola 600 or it happens later on down the line. But you should expect some type of revenge from Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. Now I... –
1: I definitely agree that there's going to be some kind of retaliation. I do not think he should do it tonight. I think Chase Elliott should write it in his little book of, like, his list of people that crossed him uh, and wait a few races. Because if he does something tonight, he's probably going to get fined. Or suspect. Like, there's going to be some. Then he looks like the bad guy and makes Kyle Busch like the, look like the victim. You know, you don't want to do anything tonight. You're second on the pole. You're looking to win this race and send a message that I should have won the last race. I'm going to win this one.
0: We take a look at the race on Wednesday night, and you brought up Chase Elliott on how he had a great shot to win. He really did. And there were two Mm -hmm. race car drivers, in my opinion, that throughout the entire race looked like they had the two best cars on a track. And that was, of course, Clint Boyer, who won the first two stages, and Chase Elliott, who got taken up on Kyle Busch. And if Kyle Busch does not take out Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott has an actual shot to win Wednesday night's Mm -hmm. race at Darlington. He had one of the fastest cars on the track. Mm -hmm. alongside with Clint Boyer, so a tough turn for those two as they both were disappointed because those two cars had a very good shot to win that race on Wednesday night.
1: And dancing Clint Boyer from, you know, the commercial, he was on fire Wednesday night. And also, I just feel bad, like, you look at it, Clint Boyer at least got his playoff points, you know, winning stage one and two. Chase Elliott ends up with a goose egg, nothing to show for that great race due to the spin-out caused by Kyle Busch.
0: And we talk about and and Chase Elliott actually finished 38th on Wednesday night. That's one more before Ryan Priest of 39, who came in last place. And Chase Elliott <laughs> came in 38th place. And we spoke we about Clint Boyer on what he did. He finished 22nd. So uh, two unfortunate stories for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, Chase Elliott, I'm looking for a huge bounce-back race for him. And Noah, Joey Logato, who's one of your favorites, and not have a great weekend, uh, Sunday or Wednesday in Darlington?
1: See, somehow, I forget what he finished Wednesday night, but he finished, I think, top 10. I think it was 6th, if I'm not mistaken. But the race before that, uh, Sunday, horrible, didn't do good. And also, he started pole on 3rd, he started uh, on the pole 3rd uh, on Wednesday night and finished 6th. Like, that's not that bad, top 10. But, not, I didn't get a lot of that, like, determination. He looked, like, lackadaisical out there. I needed a little more oomph from Joey. So, hopefully today we'll see. You know, he's fourth on the pole. Great opportunity to win, but it's going to be tough with Jimmy Johnson and Chase Elliott, you know. Jimmy, you know, the seasoned vet, and then Chase going for redemption. It's going to be a good race tonight.
0: We take a look at the standings before we head into NASCAR's longest night, the Coca-Cola 600, 400 laps. That's good for six. Hundred miles. If we look at the playoff standing, standing at the top of that is Kevin Harvick. And all the way down at the cutoff at 16 is Eric Jones. Now looking outside of the playoffs, the, the drivers I'm going to mention who has a legitimate shot to make the playoffs in this playoff race. You have Bubba Wallace. He has 124 points. And then mm-hmm. you look at a lot of these other drivers, a couple of the rookies who had impressive races, John Hunter Nemechek, who was really good on Sunday, had a had an unfortunate start on Wednesday. Just whatever he touched went to crap, really, if you want to put it that way on Wednesday. <laughs> and true. then you have Austin, you have Austin and Ty Dillon, Ricky Stedhouse Jr., and the rookie Tyler Reddick. So there's a lot of names outside of the playoff picture who we'll could potentially hop in there before the season comes to a close. But no, what do you like from that side?
1: I like Bubba Wallace to make a good run, like you were talking about. Great name. Great car in the Chevy, fast car. I think he's doing great. And I throw a little wild card one out there. I like Cole Custer. I don't know, great name, but I feel like the, the kid's got something going on. I feel like he's going to eventually get his big break and make a push. Obviously, probably not going to win anything for a while, but keep an eye on him in the future.
0: There is a name that you should look out for, and that, of course, is Ryan Newman, currently sitting at 27th in, in the driver's standings. Now, that's not something that you should look at. and be like, wow. Ryan Newman's had a really bad season. And, no, yeah. he he uh, he had an, an unfortunate ending in Daytona, which caused him to miss a couple of races. And uh, Ross Chastain filled in for him. And then we had the long hiatus. So, Ryan Newman, this is his chance to finally pick it up again. So, do not be shocked if Ryan Newman makes a stretch for the playoffs. But you look at the names that are in the playoff race right now, and this is what you had to expect coming into this season. Harvick, Logano, Hamlin, Bowman, Elliott. Keselowski, Alarola, Boyer, Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, William Byron, the two Bush brothers, Jimmy Johnson, and Eric Jones. Those are just some of the, the, best of the best to ever. Do it, and of course you have the Hall of Famers in there, like Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski. So the list is big, and this will surely be a fun season down the stretch.
1: Oh no doubt. I'm I'm really looking forward to a great race tonight. Love a nice long race. Probably going to be like five hours, but nothing else. Uh, nothing else to watch. What better than NASCAR on a beautiful Sunday for Memorial Day weekend?
0: What are you looking for from Clint Boyer today? Uh, He won the first two stages on Wednesday, and then we spoke about that earlier. He had the unfortunate ending. What are you looking for out of Clint Boyer today?
1: The big thing I'm looking for is more consistency. Like, go out there, win a stage tonight. There's more than – how many stages are tonight again, Will? There's going to be four four stages. Four stages, uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so – you can go out there, win a stage or two, show that last, yes, um, last race wasn't a fluke. I mean, you were, you were racing great and then kind of fell out of it a little. Like, Be a little more consistent, you know, keep putting pedal to the metal, and then uh, show it out uh, tonight. We look
0: ahead to tonight's race, Coca-Cola 600. The qualifiers are currently on. We are almost done with the qualifiers. Still not the qualifiers qualify, Eric Amarola, Ty Dillon, Tyler Reddick, and Martin Truex, but we have a pretty much solid idea of how the poll will be shaping up to be. And look at the names in the top five who were up there in, in the top five to start tonight's race, pending how the others qualify. Kurt mm-hmm. Booker, number one, Jimmy Johnson, number two, Chase Elliott at three, Matt Kenseth at four, and Austin Dillon at five. What a story for Matt Kenseth. The guy is, uh, he he was retired, hasn't raced in over a year and a half. Comes Mm -hmm. back and fills the shoes of Kyle Larson. Uh, Matt Kenseth was actually part of Joe Gibbs racing, and now he's taken over. He's on a different team now, races for Chevy in the car that Kyle Larson used to drive the 42 car. So, wow, Matt Kenseth, this guy is a future. He's the real deal. He has a Actual shot to win this race. And no, it's it's important to look at it like this. You want to talk about the young drivers, but look who's at the top of the of of the poll. It's all I, the veterans: Jimmy Johnson, Matt Kenseth, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch. This mm-hmm. is a veteran track to race on. One of the longest races that NASCAR has had this year—the longest they've mm-hmm. had. This is going to be a veteran win, in my opinion, tonight.
1: Oh, no doubt. I totally agree. And if you look at Matt Kenseth coming in after. Don't even get me started on Kyle Larson, but another little quick tidbit about Kyle Larson. If you go on fanatics.com, they're still selling his apparel. Someone's got to take that down, first of all. That just bothers me Trying try to profit off that. That should be taken down. And what he did was awful and horrible. But going back to Matt Kenseth, it reminds me of kind of like what Jordan did, you know, won a championship because Matt Kenseth has won a cup championship, I think, in 2003. He is a champ of NASCAR. And now he's coming out of retirement to do it again and has a great shot. And they lifted that, like, not a ban, but that little thing where, like, he couldn't qualify for the playoffs because he wasn't here from the beginning of the season. They actually took that off due to the coronavirus. So he actually could win uh, the playoffs this year and has a chance, like, at least, you know, to make a run. So that's going to be great and exciting to see. And also, if you look in the top six, six Chevys all the way through. And
0: uh, are you referring to the six Chevys that are qual- – oh, yes, you are right. Six yeah. Chevys are, are in the top six in qualifiers, and Joey Logano is seventh. Um, they have raced everybody except Eric Amarola, who is in the qualifier. So we have an idea of how tonight's race will shape out. Martin Truex Jr., who qualified last – I'm trying to figure out where he's going to go. I do not see- oh, mm-hmm. He's going to start eighth. So Truex Jr. is going to be eighth. But let's get our predictions down. And it's four stages tonight of 100 laps, 100, 100, 100, 100, for a total of 400 laps, 600 miles. We have a couple of stage winners from here, Noah?
1: Oh, no doubt. I think stage one for me goes to Jimmy Johnson. You know, the vet gets out to an early start. Everyone's kind of like taking it easy, but he's going off, pedal to the metal. Stage two, I have a good feeling Matt Kenseth, you know, another vet, gets stage two. Then stage three, Chase Elliott starts to come out. I think he gets stage three and eventually wins the race in the revenge tour against Kyle Busch.
0: I think that the the winner of the entire race, in my opinion, is going to come down to Jimmy Johnson. He has the most wins at mm-hmm. Charlotte Speedway with eighth. Behind him is Daryl Waltrip and Jeff Gordon. So nice company there. Oh, for, great for company. Jimmy Johnson. Uh, and the future Hall of Famer, I think, does win this race tonight. Uh, as far as the stages go, I think it's going to be Kurt Bush taking stage one. And I'm going to say Clint Boyer is going to take stage two and stage three. Stage four, I'm going to go with the veteran Jimmy Johnson. And I think he's mm-hmm. going to end up winning tonight's race. And I think and, he, and even before the qualifier started, you look at what Jeff Gordon has said. You look at what all the analysts have said. Mike Joy tweeted out the other day that the favorite to win this race was going to be Jimmy Johnson, depending mm-hmm. on how the qualifiers even took place.
1: I I definitely agree. Like Jimmy Johnson, if it's not Chase Elliott, I think Jimmy Johnson's going to win. Especially like you look at the comeback; he had such a great car that he wrecked that uh, that I think that it was last Sunday that race. Like he's been there, but just couldn't get over the hump this year yet. I think this is the race you like you that like puts him back on the map to make another playoff push.
0: There is a, a concern on the weather this evening in Charlotte. There are scattered thunderstorms oh. that that could be uh, popping up throughout the area. But they do ha- they are optimistic that this race will be getting in at six o'clock. Uh, halfway they have not. A, I, I, I don't question my math, so I don't know <laughs> what uh where halfway is. But mm-hmm. after halfway, it is considered an official race. Just mm-hmm. like it was on Wednesday night, but you hope that they get the the, the entirety of the race in. If it is cons- if it is a uh, rain delay or a rain out, it'll be tomorrow at three o'clock, and mm-hmm. the Xfinity Series race will be postponed to a time that has yet to be announced. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and I
1: just point out one little tidbit though, yeah. Denny Hamlin, Mister Daytona, aka. Uh, the rally fox, anyone? You know the fox running out on the track. That was pretty cool. The uh, yeah.
0: Wednesday
1: night, you know, during Wednesday's, all the
0: Wednesday's race had it all.
1: Oh no! And then there was stuff peeling off the walls, and it was it was getting like oh, uh, it was just it was a um, it was insane. My favorite was the fox though, and Chase Elliott's number one to Kyle Busch. Those are my two top uh, for Wednesday night's race. No, let's.
0: Let's wrap up the show mm-hmm. on this note. Does Chase Elliott get revenge tonight? On I Ky- do not
1: I do not think so. Not physically. Maybe like on the leaderboard, but not physically. No, not tonight. It would it would I, just be a bad look tonight.
0: I think if they're battling for a top five spot
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Chase Elliott and Kyle Bush, I really think he gives them a little nudge. I mean Mm -hmm. he was obviously very upset by and Mm -hmm. kyle bush made it very clear that he does not have many friends uh on chase elliott's uh team he's he's not friends with him and you do have to say chase elliott is a bit of a hothead Uh, a, Mm -hmm. a similar event happened a few years back where denny hamlin was in the same position as kyle bush and They had an exchange, later made amends, and so is this? Is is Chase Elliott overreacting here? Oh, no, I I I think... If I was (laughs) Chase Elliott, I probably would have reacted the same way because, listen, he had one of the fastest cars on the track that night.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. I would, listen, I don't know if I would have flipped him off, but there would definitely have been some words, maybe some pushing or shoving going along, depending if he said the right thing when he was talking to me, but... I, I, I have no problem with his reaction. You know what? Also, you look at it, There was no one in the stands. He flipped them up. It was past 10 p.m. Like, you know, by law of, like, the TV things, it's not against the law. Like, once it's past 10 p.m., they don't want to bleep things out and stuff. So, that's another reason why I don't think he get fined. But also, there was no one there. You know, everyone loves drama. It's NASCAR. It's the equivalent of hockey having a fight. You know, this is just, come on, everyone loved what happened Wednesday night. That just gives you, like, something to watch for, for this race.
0: It was certainly one of the most entertaining races I've seen uh, this year, uh, besides the finish of Daytona in mean, that final lap. And oh, no doubt, this is going to be a very entertaining race. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. And my pick to win the race is Jimmy Johnson. And I'm mm-hmm. going to take a dark horse in this race. It's going to be Matt Kenseth.
1: Oh, I like that. Like that.
0: No, yeah, well, You know, let's end it like this. Let's play a little game here. Let's give it. Let's give the listeners our top five on who's going to finish the race. Um, why don't you start?
1: Okay, so like, like to win the race, top five?
0: Yeah, so one, two, three, four, five to, as the finish.
1: Okay, number one, I'm going to go Chase Elliott. Number two, Jimmy Johnson. Three, Matt Kenseth. Four, Matt, uh, Martin Truex Jr. And five, Austin Dillon.
0: I'm taking... Like I mentioned before, I am taking Jimmy Johnson to win the whole race. Mm-hmm. And then I'm taking Kyle uh, Kurt Busch to come in second, Legato third, Elliott fourth, Truex Jr. in fifth. And I'm going to say Matt Kenseth is going to be a dark horse. not saying he's going to be in the top five or going to be in the top ten, but he's certainly going to make his presence felt. Someone I, to I, look I, out for, I feel you. Yep,
1: absolutely. I feel it.
0: Well, this was a good podcast. It was a good opening podcast to the left turn podcast. And for those of you, I mean, I'm sure you guys get the, you know, get the name of the joke is there are very, there are no right turns in NASCAR, and there are only left turns.
1: But that <laughs> no is doubt.
0: how we got our title. So this is going to be a very interesting race tonight. Uh, on behalf of Will, Pesic and Noah, DeCamerano, we say so long and thank you for listening.
1: And in the great words of Ricky Bobby, shake and bake. <laughs> thank you.